Literally. No, <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. I used, I used to, to love it because you'd get your little like pull out bit. Yeah, I used to read it all. Yeah, and read every word. <laughs> and then, and the funny thing was when they stopped doing it, or you'd get an album that didn't have the lyrics inside, I'd be like so sad. <laughs> guys, welcome to All Things To Be With Karen Taylor. I'm here today with my friend Ray Vogler. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Tell me about who you are. Who's hey. Ray? Okay, hi, I'm Ray. <laughs> <laughs> also known as Ray Yassel would be mm-hmm. my full name. Jeez, mm-hmm. where do I even start? Um, where are you from? Where am I from? I'm from Queensland originally. Yeah. So, grew um, up there? Grew up there. So I grew up in Queensland. So my family lives in a it's a town pretty similar size to geelong actually yeah okay um so it's probably about 45 minutes west of brisbane yeah called ipswich it's got a bit of a bit of a bad rap sometimes it's kind of, <laughs> I know, people think like it's real darrow land there's actually a photo of me when i was like two and i'm wearing this like albert and the chipmunks pajamas and i have this little like bowl cut like, oh my god i look like a boy and i'm like I remember mum showed me. I'm like, did you? Why did you give me that haircut? Like, why would you do that to me? <laughs> that was like the cheap way of cutting hair I in those days. Like a little boy, look like a boy toddler. I'm oh like, That's wow! A girl. Oh, oh, that was wow. me. And a I just love that you had the bowl cut. That is the so whole good. Fringe and the whole. I was like, mum, oh, why did you do this to me? But anyway, and my mum used to sew my own clothes so <laughs> and make like matching sets and stuff for me. And yeah, my mum did that as well. I yeah. swear she wished she had twins because she used to dress me and my sister and like the same thing yeah. me too matching bows and everything yeah. I'm like mom you had we're like 14 months apart we're not twins <laughs> my sister oh my god that's so interesting my sister and I was 13 months apart and my mum was the same and we there's a yeah. picture of us like even in we had like bathers on but like we've obviously swapped like tops and bottoms because it's yeah. like I've gotten the like the pink top and the yellow bottoms and yeah. then my sister's got like the yellow top and the pink bottoms or something and I was like I swear we must have just gone <laughs> let's swap because <laughs> yeah everything we had was like the same yeah that was me and my sister yeah, yeah oh my gosh exactly so you have same. so I so this is all I'm like learning so much about Ray right now so yeah. you have a sister. <laughs> older sister. Older sister. Older so you sister. only got one sister? Only one sister. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's just sister. the two of you in the family. Yeah. 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 Okay. My I don't see my biological father. Okay. So he um my parents divorced when I was in grade two. Yeah. And I'd say me and my sister had a very kind of wouldn't say a very good relationship with my father growing up. Yeah, so it's okay. a very it's a very rocky kind of story. I'll yeah. be here freaking ages. Went through the whole thing, but well, we've we've often shared like um, obviously without sharing, we've sort of said oh that that really resonates with me, which I get a lot of on Instagram, and you probably find the same thing. Yeah, where yeah, a lot of girls, yeah. I, I share a lot of stuff that I share not because of the people who don't want to see it or the people who are like oh god why is she sharing that again? Mm. But I'm like it's not for you. If you're the one rolling your eyes at it, it's not for you. I'm not sharing yeah. it for you. I'm sharing it for the person who goes. I really resonate with that and that's yeah. something that I needed to hear today or whatever. So yeah, we, we've kind of had that um, like over the past couple of years. And so, yeah, explain to me. So obviously growing up, like dad not being around, like that would have been hard. Yeah, it was pretty – like it was very um – it would pretty much just kind of go with like he would have moments where he'd be, you know we'd see him for we used to see him like have a court arrangement it would be like every second weekend we see him just kind of like the usual thing with your parents split yeah um and then he'd i don't know he'd have like a girlfriend at the time and then him and the girlfriend break up and it's just like oh it's the kid's fault 
so he blames it on me and my sister. He's one of those people that doesn't kind of take responsibility for anything he's done, like a typical narcissist, basically. So he's oh um, just very, it's everyone else's fault, not his. And, you know, he'd, be, yeah. he'd blame it on because we didn't, like, warm up to his girlfriend enough or something. We didn't like him. It's like, well, she's not our fucking mother. Like, no, why, we, why we, we have a mother and we have a very close relationship with our mum. So, yeah. you know, and it would be like, then he goes through moments of not wanting anything to do to us. Probably about a year later, I'll come crying back. Oh, what do you see about girls? I miss them. It's oh, usual. Just a kind of no. cycle like that. So, and it is, it's that, like, abuse cycle, like, going through the... Yeah. But yeah, it's mm. like that idealization. Like I want you, uh, like I miss my girls. I want my girls back. And then mm. going into like the devaluation, and then like the discard, mm. and then you know, it's it almost like goes through that um, the tension building. And it's like, oh well, okay, there's tensions building, so I need to blame it on somebody else. Yeah. And basically. then yeah, put it all yeah. on you guys, and then yeah. But it's so funny how they can walk away and just not care. That's the hardest thing I think that you can yeah. ever feel. Mm. I don't know what that would have been like for you as a young girl, but just to think like how can you care one minute and not the next yeah yeah exactly and it's like it's hard um especially like being i don't know like it's just been this very up and down relationship like the father figure in my life was my grandfather so yeah. Yeah. um and it was just like you know my mom she tried to bring out um just try and give us the most normal childhood possible yeah and then you know my dad's too busy trying to like compete with her as the better parent yeah. so on christmas for example he'd like you know try and like buy us as much stuff as possible and mum trying to support two kids two, on, two her, girls own. on yeah. her own he's Can't meant to be child, paying child support mm. he just doesn't or makes it some fucking excuse or something and then it's like you know and then she can only give us what she can she had yeah. to put things on lay by like early in the year to be able to give us oh, something for christmas God. yeah and i sort of mean i've got a lot of respect for my mum with yeah. like how she's how she worked hard and <laughs> where she is now like you know um she's remarried to um my stepdad mark who's yeah. like great for her yeah um and then yeah and it's just like just what she's got now she's she deserves yeah because she's gone through so much shit in her like in her early 20s yeah. and stuff yeah yeah, I just have so much respect for her and what she does now. That's so, so awesome. Like, yeah. that's like, you, and like, you've talked about your mum with me before. Like, you have, mm. you're obviously very close with your mum. Like, yeah. she's yeah. been a huge support to you and yeah. everything that you've done. And she's always supportive of your endeavours. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. She's always just like, so proud of you. Like, oh, stop. <laughs> so, do you reckon though, like, how do you think um, with... I'm so interested because I didn't realise that um, about your about your dad. Yeah, um, yeah. But I... It's, it, how do you think that that... that has affected you even in like your life like how do you think that that's affected your relationships and stuff as you've been as you've grown up I think it's I do tend to have um like for me personally I have had some trust issues with certain guys like I've actually been in a fairly abusive relationship before yeah um it honestly I got out of it pretty early it was only that's six good. months thank god oh, thank but, god <laughs> um it was the same kind of like mental abuse and I, I remember there's a lot I remember from my childhood with what my mum went through so she's um I have a very vivid memory of my childhood with my six. sister's the opposite she's actually blocked out a lot of stuff yeah. and she doesn't remember a lot no. of things yeah but i remember things from when i was like even three so yeah which is you wow. know a lot of I, people don't remember that no early, i was so. that's oh my god so interesting mm. i was the same so it was my family like i like my dad we had the same court order like saw him every second weekend mm-hmm. it was always yeah. issues with his new partner or them not liking us or them trying to make us like them and mm-hmm. buying us heaps of presents yeah. and stuff and I, it was just so strange but yeah. as a kid you don't understand and like I just think adults, like it's, I, th- I think people need to understand this more that yeah. the ch- children are so susceptible to like taking on that and absorbing mm. that. And it's like, it's not the child's responsibility to like your new partner. Yeah. Like if you've got a child, it's not 
up to them to make a decision about a person that you've chosen to now be in your life yeah um that's not their choice they didn't choose that yeah. so um yeah like the memories i had really early memories of my of my parents and fighting and things like that um and the same as my my sister blocked a lot of stuff out mm. yeah so you had you have a lot more memories about it so obviously going into that toxic relationship you would have seen those those signs and those red flags like pretty mm -hmm. early on which is like, amazing i listen to um psychologists and stuff a lot yeah. and they will always say like you know at the first at those first signs like that's when you need to like guts of steel to just be like nah this is not right for me because i can see where this is going and yeah. to be able to get yourself out of that that early on is like i was lucky which was good because i mean if it was any longer it would be like um just the same kind of like sort of like jealousy sort of behavior in mm. that as well so i'd get like i don't know um let's just say i'm talking to like a male friend and um I'm, i tend to find myself i get along better with guys and yeah. girls normally yeah i feel like yeah. i always feel myself as like one of the guys in a group yeah. or something yeah um and then if i was like you know talking to a like a male friend or something he'd just be like oh what is that new boyfriend you're gonna go cheat him cheat on me with him or something just shit like that and Fuck. it's like it's, it's just psychotic it's so stupid yeah. i had that like with my ex because he would be like mm. um i got a text on my phone one day he's like is that your boyfriend i'm like i'm literally fucking here with you like yeah, yeah. It's just like that. Because my fucking boyfriend. Like, I'm literally like, what? Mm. Yeah. 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 I, I stayed though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing I always I didn't say. Get out. <laughs> I've, had, I've had friends who have been in that sort of position, and I see the way they treat it in that relationship. And the one thing I always say is people just think it's so easy to just up and out. Get it's out. like when you're actually in it, it's like. Yeah. You, 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 it's just the way you feel mentally about yourself because yeah. you feel so degraded and brought down. So it's like, it's, if you're in that kind of situation, like it's not so easy. It's just like to click your no, fingers and it's like, no. oh yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're. It's like your part of you is like, I don't know, in love with this person. Yeah. And then another part of you is kind of like screaming for help, but yeah. you don't know how to get yourself out of it. What's well, so called, like, called cognitive dissonance. Yeah. And it's when you're, yeah, it's when you you're getting a lot of the time. The reason why is because you're getting intermittent reinforcement. Yeah. So what happens in the relationship? is that you get um, these little bits of love yeah. like here and there and then they obviously like take it away so it's like little bits little bit of bread crumbing or whatever and then yeah. take it away and a little bit of this and then take it away and yeah. so you're you're actually like your mind and your heart are kind of like working against each other and it's like yeah. you can't actually decipher what is real and what is not real yeah 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 so and that's why people stay because they they get hooked on that little bit of affirmation and that little bit of adrenaline and that little bit of want yeah or being yeah, desired or yeah. whatever, you know you get that little bit of being like needed. that feeling that you're needed and so you like hang around a little bit longer we just talked about this yesterday dysfunction in relationships mm. and it was like we get addicted to that dysfunction we get addicted to like those little bits of praise and affirmation and whatever and then because we get devalued so quickly it's yeah. like the, the bait and switch happens so fast that you're like your brain doesn't actually have a chance to recognize what's going on yeah so yeah cognitive dissonance is often what keeps people in really unhealthy relationships yeah yeah, yeah. which is like for you in that family dynamic and seeing that with your mom yeah do you reckon like that's what made you go no this is like I can just see this going down a rabbit hole if I stay. That's pretty much where I was going with. So um, it's like when I was in it, there was traits. Like I pick up on it. Like as soon as I start to see traits of that kind of like narcissistic behavior or that jealousy sort of behavior or the not taking responsibility for things which are actually something you've done. You've then done, it's like yeah. Then it's like I know if I see that kind of behavior in a male, I'm like instantly onto it straight away. I'm like, I yeah. just 
anything like that just reminds yeah. me instantly of my father and yeah. I'm like I don't, I don't want, want that, that. and no. I grew up with that it was like this up and down relationship with him so yeah. it was um that's what I mean I haven't seen him now since I was about 20 21 yeah okay. and I'm what 29 now yeah so wow 30 this year so yeah, yeah. it's um and been, been, been better like you obviously mm. This is something actually too that I, because I listen to, I just listen to so much stuff. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm addicted to listening to psychologists on YouTube. It's good. Like that's it's really my, good. that's like my, it's like bedtime stories. Yeah. It's, good. And I, it's, yeah. it's interesting to learn about. I find it's psychology so really interesting. fascinating. interesting. Even yeah. when you said before, like mm. you're more gravitated towards men. See, it's mm. different because I'm like, I'm similar, mm. but it's because I didn't have a stable father figure. So mm. I gravitate more towards men yeah. because I feel like they become like my big brothers or like my mm. father figure mm. or like my protector. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't have that from my, like my dad growing up. It was yeah. very in and out, in and out all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's taken me a long time to even be able to talk about my mm. dad because like, I never want my dad to like hear any of this and be like, what the fuck? Like, the, the way that our dynamic was as a family left me with a lot of fucking shit to deal with. Yeah, like, because, because of how, you know, like changing him, changing relationships all the time. Um, he had another kid with another like woman after he left my mom and then he's in another marriage. So it was like, you know, it just all of that kind of stuff. Like, and you're so young, like you're still processing and figuring out the world and you've got all of that to deal with as well. And it's really like, yeah, yeah, it can be really stressful, um, for a child mm. and yeah. So obviously, um, a lot of people find it really difficult to like, um, to go like with that no contact with a family member because they're like everyone has this idea of but they're your family or they're your dad or yeah so do you find sometimes like do you get people who are like how can you not talk to your dad well the one thing i always say is like you can't i always say you can't choose your family mm. i said i mean just because you're not blood related or family related or whatever to someone yeah. it doesn't mean you don't see them as part of your family like yeah. i've got really close friends in my life who i deem as part of my family yeah. so it's like you know when you hear um people say that i'm like I don't care if he's blood related. Like yeah. I want nothing to do with him. Like he's honestly I, like, and you say like you know you're not like if your dad was to hear this, it's like you know you're not sure how we'd yeah. say or what he'd say. Yeah. Like if my dad was to hear this, I'd be like, well, you did it to yourself. Don't care. Yeah, don't care. yeah. <laughs> you did See, it to yourself. It's yeah. like, there's a, like he messages me every year for my birthday as well. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not replying. No. I know it's I know it's because I recognise the number. Yeah. I don't have it saved, but I'm like, no, I want nothing to do no. with you. There's a reason why I cut you out of my life. Yeah. So. That you is know. so amazing and it's so strong and like that's what I was, I, I'm learning. I'm like in that process now. I mm. said it yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking nearly 33 and I'm like, I'm just figuring it out, you know, that it's, and it's okay to be like, because my conditioning and my upbringing was really, really like, there was really fucking like toxic. Like my yeah. upbringing was like toxic as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and there was so, there's so many things that I've had to unpack in therapy and one of them, yeah, has been being okay with sharing my story mm. and it being my story and not having to apologize for it. Yeah. Cause like even one time I, I shared stuff and my brother got really upset and he's like, I said, Jared, it's my story. And he goes, it's our story. But I was like, this is what happened to me. And this is what I'm sharing because I want to reach people and be able to tell them that it's, it's actually okay to get to this age probably I want yeah. I'm more like I don't want people to get to my age and still be having to learn and mm. unpack all that shit so well, at 29 I feel like there's no right or wrong time for you to experience that like everyone goes through different stages mm. in their life they say like oh you have to have your career figured out by a certain age and you don't like, no. there's no time like I've fucking 
I've been through a lot of jobs in my early 20s and it's now like 27, 28 and I'm like, now I fucking know what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, you, t- you have to let that yeah. happen naturally. I sort of mean, yeah. if you're trying to force something to happen, I always yeah. say this things happen yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Okay. If you're trying to force things to happen, well, of course they're not going to happen. Yeah, it's no, not, not like the right no, time. No. So. Nah. But then also in saying that, I think nowadays we've got a lot more like, there's a lot more education. So there's a yeah. lot more um, ways in which we find information, like even fucking TikTok. Like I'm not on TikTok, but like. I don't know how to use it. I, I, honestly, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm not getting it, but. It's amazing how much information has actually been shared through TikTok that a lot of people yeah. would never have had access to, you yeah. know, and Instagram and Facebook and everything. Like, there's a lot more information out there right now um, than there ever has been. And so it's a, it's a, a great time for people to become aware of themselves. Yeah. It's taken me a long time. Like, yeah, I had no, like, linear path of when it was, you know, the right time or the wrong time. And it's literally just been through, like, research myself yeah. and and kind of falling in love with research I guess yeah um that's actually helped me like open my mind and go oh my god that's what happened that's why this is why I respond like this this is why Mm. and just to be able to get to that point of like self-confidence where you can be so sure in yourself to be like fuck that guy (laughs) like you know fuck I'm not gonna get treated like that like this is yeah done you know it's it's funny like I I think there was a um the time I kind of became like very like confident and aware of who I was as a person mm. was literally like the end of a three-year relationship mm. and it was after that because I looked back at myself in the relationship I ended up breaking up with that person mm. because I wasn't happy and I actually looked at it and I was actually not happy with who I was in that relationship looking back at it I'm like that wasn't me like I was getting held back in that relationship and not um I'm a very kind of like spontaneous um out there kind of person I like just yeah. randomly just doing things without yeah. even planning anything yeah so if I have to plan I will plan but yeah yeah most yeah, of the yeah. time I'm like you like I, to just go with the flow yeah, yeah. I'm a go with the flow person yeah. I'm, a, like, I'm adventurous and I like mm. getting out there and this person was very homebody kind of stuck in the same place didn't want to grow or go anywhere and that was holding me back mm. so I had to make the call to end that relationship mm. and it was after that was when I started to really kind of find my true self yeah so and that would be really hard too because you don't want to hurt someone especially when there's like good things in a relationship but it's like i know for myself when i left my marriage with Mm. george like um that was really hard because like i still cared about him and i loved him and there was there was a lot of good things there but there was a lot of stuff the same like holding me back yeah and i was like i'm just never gonna grow if i stay here yeah yeah it was one of the hardest decisions like it was such a fucking mess for like a while like just even trying to figure out who I was I was like who am I like who am I because I'm like I I think for so long people were like you're either this one thing or you're this one thing and like you know you're either like a girly girl or you're a tomboy and it's like you can't it's almost like you couldn't be both yeah you know so I think that was a big thing for me because I'm like but I do like both like I love heavy metal but I also like acoustic music Mm. like I can like both fucking things like I can like you know, I can I can like wearing dresses and getting girled up, and I can also like being like a fucking slob and just like not brushing my hair for a week. You know, like you can be both things. Like yeah. it's not there is no one thing, and I think that was probably a huge part of my understanding myself was like letting go of that idea that you can only be like this. You have to be either in this box or in this box or yeah. in this shape or in that. Yeah. Like you can't be all of yourself. Yeah. You know. So did you, did you find that did you find that at all after that relationship? Yeah, I found like the when I looked back on it, like even just the kind of um, I don't know the image I had. I just didn't like how I even looked in that relationship. Mm. Like I just I don't know. Like it's it's like I had, didn't have confidence in myself, and I thought I had to kind of be a particular way. And he wanted like certain things, like I don't know, like his 
mum started bringing up like marriage and all that and she started, kept like dropping hints to that and I'm just like whoa like whoa. yeah no, I'm not, like that's what I mean that kind of shows you like you're, you're not like if you're not with the right person like, you're going to cringe at that kind of thing yeah. like it's just like yeah. you don't want that yeah so and tell me about your relationship now so you're with um Mason, Mason now yes, yes. rang a beard man <laughs> I was gonna say rang a beard man before I said Mason and I was like I better <laughs> First name him first. Sure. In, in, in our defense, he gave that name to himself. I <laughs> love it though because he has just a rang a beard man. Yeah. He's such a goof. He yeah. And so, how did you meet Mason? Uh, Mason and I have known each other probably like two, three years in Strongman actually. Mm-hmm. So we've known each other for ages, and then we kind of just started um, like early last, oh, probably about mid last year. We kind of just started talking, and yeah. then it just I don't know, it just kind of like eventuated itself. Yeah, really, so. yeah. and obviously yeah. felt. Yeah. easy enough yeah yeah it just yeah. it just ha- naturally happened that's the one thing i always say like if you're going to kind of like something that's going to happen like you can't you can't force something no. like that like it just sort no. of just started talking about oh, here's a funny story so the when we kind of started <laughs> talking we um we were just kind of like we, we just had this kind of natural banter so you yeah. know what he's like he's yeah just, he's just an absolute goof of a man yeah. so um and he we were kind of just like i don't know we we're just like making jokes about like swapping names on instagram Swapping oh. our names. And he actually did it. <laughs> he did it. He did it. So he, he changed his name to um, just like his, what was it, his um, last name. So he changed his last name to Mason Vogel. No way. Just briefly. And then he swapped it back. Back. It, but it was just like, I don't know. Was, oh, he's so lucky he even got to swap it back. Because when you change your name on Instagram, sometimes it doesn't let you change it back for a while. For a while. <laughs> But it, it was he like, would have been stuck at like Mason. Like, it was funny, but he changed it to Mason Vogler. I don't have the screenshot because I screenshot it. I was like, ah, oh, got this. That thing. is so funny. But yeah, he was just like, oh, I felt like a change. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I really did. But how about, like, it's really funny that, like, you know, you can make that joke almost about, like, you know, taking each other's names or whatever. Yeah. And, like, not feel awkward about that with somebody that you're you know, newly kind of like venturing with that, that just shows a level of like mm. comfortability with both of you, like a level yeah. of confidence with both of you that it's like, it's just natural, natural, like, yeah, really you're, you're natural. Like, you're not scared to like have your, um, just be your weird self. Like self, he, yeah. he brings out so much weirdness. Like I'm already weird. And but he brings, brings out the weird, like the yeah, fun weird, the really weird, like just yeah. like, you know, when you're like, I don't know, it's late at night and then you just get like the, you're really, you're overtired, but you just get like the overtired loopiness, the giggles. And yeah. The, and I just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he just, he just loves that. Just about loves it. it. Yeah. He just it's, embraces it. It's that. like when you go shopping and you're like really tired and you just like everything's <laughs> fucking funny. Like, like, I'm going to buy three cakes. Like, he's like, I think I want this cake and I want this cake. And you're like, and you're just laughing because you're like, I don't even know what I'm doing when it's like, it's funny because I'm tired. It's just like. <laughs> I love that. He's, he's the guy in the shops who will, like, he'll be on the trolley and he'll just get on the trolley and just roll down yeah, the aisle. Like, yeah. he's that guy. I think that you have to be able to, like, have that with someone. Like, I, yeah, I, there's definitely people in your life that you feel, like, you can just be that complete, like, authentic. Yeah. Your, your complete authentic self with. Because, mm. yeah, like, I feel like, yeah, there's, I went shopping, actually went shopping with Eliza the other night and it was fucking hilarious. Like, we were just pissing ourselves laughing and I don't even know what I was laughing at and I'm like this is what I want in a relationship like yeah. I've said it before even with Mel like Mel and I were like fucking pissing ourselves laughing one day and I was like I want to have this in a relationship and not in like a weird way but I was like I want to be able to laugh with my partner like I laugh with my friends yeah. because that's when I'm my true authentic self and I can just be fucking goof yeah. and like it doesn't whereas I'm like 
there's been relationships that I've been in when I've just been so like on edge and so worried about like the image and like how it's going to come across will be received. So I think, yeah, like having, do you reckon like having that friendship a little bit before you obviously started yeah. talking, like was, yeah, built that foundation a little bit? Because I've been talking so. about that a lot with people recently is like building a foundation. Yeah. yeah. And it's not just because like we will like plan, like sort of mean you can't plan for that kind of thing, but it's like mm-hmm. some people are just like, oh, like if they're interested in someone, like let's be friends first, then we'll date later. And it's just like, mm-hmm. we were just already, like we just, you were already were, we're friends. already friends. Like and we, we didn't yeah. even know this was going to like eventuate. No, it just sort no. of like kind of happened. happened and, I'm like, yeah. and then I'm just like, oh. I kind of like you. I like you. <laughs> and, then and then I'm just like, yeah, he's pretty cute. Yeah. I, 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 there's a lot of, like he's got a very, lot of very attractive qualities. So yeah. The beard does it for me too. So oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good beard. Look, if it didn't, I'd be worried. Because <laughs> it's a bit, it's quite a... It's quite a beard. It's quite a beard. It's quite yeah. a beard. It's quite so, a beard. He's proud of it. Yeah, I mean, he should be. <laughs> he should be proud. It's, it's, it's wild. It's yeah, like it's a good strong man beard. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got it. It's, it's got good, it. Good yeah, strong, yeah, it's a good. It's got strong. It's a strong beard. It's a strong beard. It's a strong, beard. It's a strong, beard. It's a strong man. Yeah, he. Is, yeah, yeah, and he is. It's funny. Like I haven't actually. I haven't actually personally had a lot of conversation with Mason. Like even since being done, because obviously I've only just got back to going to Strong Shalong. But um, so I'm kind of like didn't really get to like chat to him too much or anything but um laura mentioned when you guys went out um the other night after the wedding she Mm. said oh my god she's like ray's partner is so funny and i was like i'm like oh i've never really like had much time to like talk to him it's not even time i am shy if i don't know people so it's like i do struggle to make that first move of like chatting to somebody so unless somebody else breaks the ice i'm usually not the person who's gonna do it um but yeah she was like oh my god she's like ray's partner is hilarious and i was like i love that for ray like i love that for you that you just yeah he's just he just some of the shit that comes out i'm just like yeah but it obviously brings out like a good part in you as well and that's where it's like having two healthy people Mm. you bring out more of the best in each other as well yeah so that's really exciting that's one thing i really say as well it's like you want someone who's going to bring out the best in In you like not the fucking worst like exactly yeah and like i've been in relationships where it's like as you like you know you said this earlier it's like where you're so like kind of on edge or you just you're hesitant to sort of be yourself because you're wondering what they're going to and if you're in a relationship like that like you're not with the right person you're not with the right person no like the like the one thing i always um like you have that relationship built um like you have that friendship before as well which yeah. i think is important yeah. but it's like we're together but i also see him as my best friend as yeah. well yeah. so it's yeah. just like you know we have that relationship yeah. it's like we're we're kind of mates and then it's like you know we're together at the same time yeah. so yeah you know and that's, yeah i think it's important to have that sort it's of, important yeah and it's the consistency in it too because i've had mm. like with um even with my like yeah like i sound like a broken record but i'm like i <laughs> say my ex but i'm like were we ever really in a relationship? I don't know, because, like, he's non-committal. Um, That's why he was, like, really, like, back and forth and couldn't make his mind be- Yeah, like, basically, like, now I'm, like, I'm out. I'm, like, I'm out. Like, it was, like, the last thing I was just, like, you've really, like, you've, you've done yourself. Mm. You've done yourself proud here, mate. Like, yeah. you've really drawn that line in the sand for yeah. me. But anyway, he, uh, yeah, he was, yeah, very non-committal and very, like, backwards and forwards. But the worst thing was is that when when I, at the start, I was really comfortable and I was, like, really happy to be myself because I'm, like, I didn't know any different. So I was always, like, this feels fun, this feels good, this feels great. And then, obviously, he would then pull away. So then I'd be, like, oh, okay, well, maybe that isn't what, like, that is, maybe I'm not feeling it correctly. Like, maybe... 
I maybe I shouldn't be myself or like and I started to kind of almost change myself around him pulling away every time yeah and by the end of it I was like I don't know who the fuck I am here now showing up anymore because I actually was happy and fun and everything mm. was good yeah <laughs> um, and then I started to not know how to be and mm. that whole side of it just kind of like disappeared and it'd almost be like I don't know how to react when you say something or because yeah. I'm like I don't know if you're gonna be here tomorrow yeah so yeah it gets yeah that's like yeah um I think the consistency and that's where you can you build that trust with somebody is just by having that consistency and having that yes. having that having that fun in the relationship and then also being able to have those serious conversations as well yeah yeah 100%, yeah, yeah. I said to me like if he's just gonna be like oh yeah I'm interested and then it pulls back and he's like oh I'm not sure it's like fucking be a man and fucking grow up and make your mind up it's okay. like if you don't know what you want it's like well go fuck someone just else just go fuck someone else yeah, like exactly stop like, coming back to me yeah just because it's convenient or yeah. something it's no. like, stop you know, coming like, back to me and that was the weird thing because it's like stop coming back to me because like every time it was like my heart was getting so much more I just couldn't like I just had so much like every time was like a little bit less I had a little Mm. bit less to give a little Mm. bit less to give and by the end I was like I don't even know who's showing up here anymore because I'm just so fucking confused about whether you're gonna hang around and like yeah yeah. so anyway but you're so right it's like don't be a fucking coward like grow a pair and have that conversation and be okay with the fact that you're gonna lose like an amazing person yeah <laughs> agree yeah yeah it's his loss at the end of the day it is his loss at the end of the day yeah like mason for example he freaking came after me like yeah he, he chased me yeah yeah and i was a little bit hesitant because i'm like oh i'm not sure like you know i was hesitant for the reason like because i just kind of got out of a not so great relationship so yeah um like didn't end very well yeah so i was a bit like um, hesitant to start hesitant. something up again i was really hesitant yeah yeah, yeah. But i don't know he kind of just like there was a, there, it obviously mm. was enough there that yeah like it just kind of like um i don't know it eventuated he actually showed me that it's like you know it's just the relationship we've got now and he's like he showed me just he wants me for me and nothing yeah, else yeah and, and he obviously yeah. created that like trust for you as well yeah, that you could did. like see like no i am here i yeah. am showing up i am yeah yeah i'm gonna be that person for you yeah. like yeah regardless yeah yeah like, it's just it's nice to have like that he's like he's just got me and he's always in my corner and he's yeah. got my back and he's just um, yeah he makes me laugh freaking 24 7 that's so <laughs> good that's so good i love that yeah. that's so like nice to hear um yeah and so like um moving around so you moved to brisbane mm. you started working in brisbane and then you started training in yeah brisbane? i actually no i was actually training in um i was training in ipswich when i still live there so let me talk about where my training first started i think it was i used to be one of these um kind of gym bunny girls mm-hmm. and when i said gym bunny i used to do the les mills classes all the time oh. <laughs> that's actually when i first started like training so i was like love it i was legit body pump was my weights yeah i loved it yeah um and then i was like I, on a saturday i used to do like back-to-back body step and body attack wow. so two hours of just like crazy intense cardio yeah that's the yeah. kind of shit I, if i did that now i'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you right? like seriously <laughs> dead <laughs> like, how are you doing this but yeah i used to do back-to-back all isn't the time. it funny though because when i was in the uk mm-hmm. I joined a gym and I got like a little bit into it mm, a <laughs> at one point. Into it. <laughs> there was like, yeah, there was like a spin class and a body pump class, mm. and, and I, I would literally just do them all. I don't think yeah. I, I don't, I didn't lose any weight, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. um, I was still eating like a like an idiot. Um, but I would do them, yeah, like got yeah. really into doing like back to back, yeah, sweat classes, yeah, yeah. You think that's good, you think like, oh, mm. yeah, that's more. And it's like in some cases, like, no, less is more, like, yeah, you know, sort of mean you're pushing your body to like that 
capability where it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop. Yeah, legit, <laughs> legit. Yeah. Like, it doesn't know what to do with itself. No, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's like um, learning how to train properly. So it's yeah. probably what yeah i learned from that yeah i first started um i first started getting into weight training when i actually did my set three and fours that was like back in oh, 20 yeah. crap what year did i do that like 2012 yeah so was ages okay. ago yeah. yeah yeah so that's when i first did my set three yeah. and four and i worked in was a, that because you were like i love the gym yeah i was just like, <laughs> i enjoy this i heart gym sticker on my car like <laughs> <laughs> no actually <didn't. laughs> On the oh back. my god! Actually, I wanted to be an instructor as well. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Like I love it. It's great. It's, it's a good place to start. But this is the thing. It's like sometimes we have to start and then figure out exactly where we want to go. Well, with it it's again. good because that's when I first started like really getting into it. Look back to when I was in high school. I was very cultural, so I was always like in the. I was a little band geek, so I played um I played flute for ten years. Oh, cute! Yeah. <laughs> so I was no always like way. in the I was in the orchestra, the choir, the um school musicals. I did all of that kind of stuff. So I was very like when I graduated when I was in year twelve, like I was gonna do like I don't know something with graphics or music or something. Wow. So if I was to look at what I'm doing now, like that's why I say like you can't decide what you're gonna do when you're in year twelve because it's like I think I changed my mind like freaking five times. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I want to do. I'm seventeen and angry at the world. Like, yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> seventeen and emo. Okay, like <laughs> everyone go oh. fuck themselves. <laughs> if you see my schoolies photo, I legit have like the shorts, just like you know the, the real gay hair. I'm just like, what the fuck was I thinking? I'm training a deaf girl at the moment mm -hmm. it's so it's been so interesting because it's made me realize like how much i for granted with, with just being able to hear yeah like being able to hear and being able to listen to music and dance well, it's been good. really yeah. it has been a really cool experience and it's mm. taught me so much imagine like being deaf yeah you've never heard music before imagine yeah. having never heard music but you but you don't know because you've yeah. heard music so mm. you don't know and so i was, I was like how can you translate what music feels like and sounds like mm. to a deaf person that's never heard it yeah you it's like growing up with it in that as well. But it's like always been around. How, music, I so. can't imagine never having it. No, neither can I. Oh, like I honestly can't. I've grown up with it and I've always been it. It's so. literally like been my lifeline. I think at times it's just like music yeah. and like having a shared experience with a musician that like is singing about exactly what you're going through. Yeah. And yeah. not. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. I was like, I always have to check with her and just be like, is this going to be offensive? Because I don't want to offend anybody, obviously, and I don't want to offend yeah. anyone in the deaf community. But I was like, I just had this sudden, like, real appreciation for learning a song and singing a song and yeah. dancing to a song. Because, yeah. like, I'll dance. I'll, like, hear something dance. Mm. And she's looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't know what it is you're doing. She's like, what? yeah, literally looking at me like a crazy woman. And I'm like, what? And then she's like, I'm like, oh, she can't hear what I'm dancing to. Yeah. How fucking weird. It's crazy. How, like, interesting. Because I was like, oh, my God, I just have this new appreciation for the fact that like I dance more because yeah. I'm like I can hear the music like imagine never dance. I wouldn't oh, like, what would yeah. you dance to just like even just even the feel you get from music like there's like, I know. like certain songs just like they just hit me in a particular way and oh, you can't explain the feeling that you, you get from that you're, you, the only way you can like know what it's like is if you feel it yourself I know so it's like I oh, am I so that. into this song at the moment by, um, his name's Jaden, but it's like JXDN. Mm. And it's, he's done like a cover of Driver's License. And mm. I'm like, every fucking time I listen to it, I literally am like face screwed up. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, literally just like going for my life. And I'm like, I can't imagine never doing that. No, I can't Like, do it's it. just so, it's 
such a cool feeling and I was like I kind of feel sad so it's, that's why I was like trying not to because I'm like I don't want to be offensive to be like it's sad yeah. that you've not heard music before because yeah. they're like well it doesn't bother me because I've never heard it so I don't know yeah. but I'm like but you should though because it's like me too. <laughs> you need to know like how can I communicate this to you in some way yeah. Um, so yeah so interesting anyway yeah, I know, right? I know, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of think what it would be like if I didn't have that. I'd be like, imagine if like you could it's been hear such a, a song. Because it's such a huge part of like my life and like kind of who I am and that as yeah, well. Yeah, especially so like, like you said, you had ten years in mm. music. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing singing lessons too, actually. Have you yeah. recently? Yeah, oh, I, I love that. I'm gonna find a lady up there, but um, um, just, oh my um, god, I love that. Yeah, had to check my voice properly and everything. But she said she's like, you have potential to sing. Yes, yes, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, can I actually sing? Yeah, I know. You can like sing, yeah. Oh, and it's sometimes it's just good to go to someone and be like, "Am I kidding myself, or am I like a little bit okay?" And they're like, yeah. "You just need to figure out your own vocals." Yeah, you just need to train. It's like like mus- like what we do in strength training. Yeah, like you just need to train, train the muscle, the muscle. Yeah. absolutely. And then yeah. you find your own style as well within yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and I know there's certain songs that like I'm just like that's my jam, mm. and certain other ones where I'm like I could never get to those kind of vocal yeah that vocal range. But at the same time, it's like I. Yeah, I love I love learning what like I love being able to learn what my style is. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of music I've been listening to lately, which is um, Mason introduced me to a New Zealand band. Yeah, he's from New Zealand originally. Um, it's a band called Six Sixty, and they just oh. have this real like kind of not not all this stuff's like acoustic, but I, l- I listen to freaking. Like yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like their style is just like I love singing to their to their music. music. And his voice, like I t- find, I um I tend to work really well with deep tones. Yeah, I actually have a very high vocal range. Like I have a very broad vocal, vocal range. range. Which I found yeah, out. I'm yeah. Like, cool i did not know that yeah wow that's um, so cool yeah and then like some of like i love singing to that but i love music from like sia and that too yeah, and yeah. you know her vocal range is really just like some of her stuff i can actually like sing to sing yeah, yeah. And I was just, like, that's amazing yeah cool all right yeah, cool oh my god that's so cool Watch, watch this space. Music is like such a huge part of my life and it always has been, especially with the kind of life that I had growing up. Like music was just huge in my life. Like we yeah. always had music playing at home. Mm. My eldest brother ended up becoming a DJ. Like, yeah. you know, my <laughs> sister's like super into like heavy metal and shit. And like mm. at like a young age, I was like Marilyn Manson and like whatever. And so I had like such a broad like, and my, like my grandparents and then like my mum had her music. I remember learning the Shania Twain album. Lyrics, the lyrics, the lyrics, yeah, in that little CD. I didn't learn, oh, learn it all. So, oh my God, me too. <laughs> I think Shania Twain was actually my first album after, or maybe it was Britney Spears, one of the two. No, <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. I used to, I used to love it because you get your little like pull out bit. Yeah, I used to read it all. Yeah, and read every word. <laughs> and then, yeah. and the funny thing was when they stopped doing it or you'd get an album that didn't have the lyrics inside, I'd be like so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I've been ripped off, I've not paid 20 been, bucks for this. I know, I don't get this. <laughs> and like, so ripped off, it's like, opens up and it's just got like credits. And I'm like, what the gay? fuck's the lyrics, bitch? <laughs> it's like, oh, you can Google this stuff now. So I know, like, <laughs> I know. And I still do now. Like, if I listen to a song, because I'm very much lyrically inclined, like, when I hear a song, I hear the lyrics, like, straight away. Like, yeah. I'll hear, yeah. I'll hear, like, I'll hear the music, but I'll hear the lyrics, and I'll be like, mm. So I'm often drawn to like lyrically well-written music. Yeah, um, I'm the same. Even so heavy really... metal, like mm. I love heavy metal because sometimes because like it, a lot of people like heavy metal, uh, like why would you listen to it? And I'm like, it's... Listen to the lyrics. You listen it. to the lyrics mm. of it and you're like, fuck, like this is so real and yeah. oh, it's so amazing. Yeah. like I can't you... believe you had this channel. It's, I do. It's great. <laughs> man, I feel like oh, a woman. Man, I feel like a woman. 
I literally knew like every fucking word to every song. Oh, I did too. I like, like, just like, I'm just like, man, I feel, you feel like, like a woman. 12 years <laughs> old, like, <laughs> how, how I used to dance to it. I have a little Yeah. Dance to it. Oh my God. I love it. So. My mum too. My yeah. mum thought it was the best thing ever. And I think yeah. she loved that I um, loved Shania Twain because she yeah. loved Shania Twain. Yeah. But even mm. I think at around about the same time there was mm. um, a rock set album came out. Yeah. My dad used to play it in the on a cassette on in a the cassette. car. On a cassette. Oh cassette players. Cassette players. Back in the day. But dad would like go to the pub and I'd be like, No, I'm gonna stay in the car and listen to Roxette. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I remember I was like I don't even know how old I was then, but I'd just be like, I wanna just listen to music. Music was just like It's my yeah, it's oh always been God. my thing. It's something I've always it's grown up thing. with like my family is very um, just musical. Like my mm. um, my mum's got three younger sisters, and they like did musical through school. Yeah, so my okay. um, one of my aunties, she's actually a music teacher up in Townsville. Yeah, so there's so a lot of influence. It's always it's always kind of oh, been there. So yeah. Um, but yeah, like my sister's similar. Like she's very, like, I, I have a very broad range of music as well. Yeah, so my sister, yeah. she's very into um, same kind of thing like metal and that and like like I listen to so one of my favorite metal bands is Parkway Drive same. and I yeah I know you do <laughs> and I listen to I listen to the lyrics but I actually really pay attention to a lot of the um, melodic parts in it as well yes. so like the very um like the I don't say like the breakdown part and all yeah. that. They're the components yeah. I really listen to. And, yeah. and that's why I'm so drawn to Parkway Drive. Yeah. Because you get other heavy metal bands and sometimes I'm like yeah. They kind of just all sound the same. Every you song know, the same. you know though when yeah. you hear something, like you mm. just know. I think like it's you feel mm. it. Like I feel mm. it. Like I'll listen to something and I'll just be like, mm. like today there was a song come on at Strong Geelong and I was just like, oh. Is that I was what like, Brendan was lifting? Yes, North Lane. And oh thing. my God. And it, like I, it came on and I was just like, yes. So his, yes. this is funny, because as soon as he put that on, I was like, because I had actually, it's a new album they've got out. Yeah. So as I came on, I was like, What's what this? is this? Yeah, me too. I looked it up on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God. I legit, I fuck, I like, I searched it. There, North Lane. I was like. This is my, yes. Yeah, it's a, yes. Yes. Because yes. you hear, you hear that, that's the thing, you hear that sound and you're like, yeah. felt that in my soul. So this is my, yeah. this is my music. Like, this is the, yeah. I've oh. got like Beartooth, Hoover Stank, Smith Creek Band. <laughs> this is us with you. EDM, love, EDM, love EDM Bangers, Trance. Trance 2001, best trance stuff. I listen to freaking everything. Oh, mate, I'm the same. Look, I've got, look at mine. Mine's I've like, <laughs> i got Jason Derulo, and then I've got, this is the Amity Affliction, <laughs> right next to Jason Derulo, and then it goes, like, Whiskey in the Jar by Metallica. Oh, my God. I, like, I it's it. so fucking random, and then, like, I go down here, and I've got, like, The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's what it does in training for yeah, me as well. So when yeah. I was in Arnold's prep and I was doing yoke and all those movements. Yeah, you just go. I would have this one band, it's called, it's this one that is like kind of like epic Viking sort of music. Oh my God, I love that. It's called Two Steps <laughs> from Hell. Yeah, it was yeah. legit stuff like that. That's what I've been listening to doing yoke. I'm like, oh, I love that. It's You're stuff like, like that. Yeah. And it's like what it gives you. Like when I'm yeah. going to like a heavy deadlift like it's always parkway drive yeah or there's another yeah. band i've come across called orbit culture oh, which are just oh. like this kind of like very like epic it's like if you get like metal music and then incorporate like orchestral music into it yeah. it just yeah. sounds like just oh my god i love it that. sounds epic yeah it's like yeah it's just it's just like i like you just feel empowered oh my god it's like it. you can't describe yeah. it to someone unless because yeah. we feel music differently and it was something i didn't even realize until later on in my life that i was like oh not everyone 
can like know the lyrics of a song after hearing it once. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is that, that's, I was like, ah, oh, that's mm. not a thing that everyone can do. And my mate yeah. was like, no, Karen, most people don't even know what the lyrics are saying. Yeah. And they just listen to it as like a background thing. And I was like, no, yeah. I'm like, if I, I hear it. something and I even hear like a catch of a lyric that mm. I like, I'll be like, who is this? What is this song? Mm. I need to look them up. Google, <laughs> Shazam, whatever, like. Even just the sound of their um, voice or something. Mm. It's like something like with a lot of acoustic Oh my artists. God. They're, like mm. Beartooth is Beartooth, one of them. I love Beartooth. His voice for mm. me, I'm just like, mm. yes. Same with yes, um, please. certain acoustic artists. Like um, yeah. there's one, um, Dermot Kennedy. He's I love Dermot Kennedy. I love. Um, and this other artist. And he's got that like Irish, like it's yeah. almost like there's that Irish mm. kind of like sound in there as well. Yeah. There's a female artist I look up as well called, um, what's her name, Julia Shear. She did a cover of um, Little Talks. Oh. And I absolutely just love, love it. it. I'm yeah. um, Grace Grundy is another one oh, that I, I love fucking her. I love her. her. Like her, because she just does covers and it's just like, mm. oh. Like but a, it's like raw acoustic. It's like just so literally good. her and a piano. And a so good. Like, because she did a cover of Leave a Light On and I'm like, mm. I sing. I'm just like, my voice is really suited to that kind of thing as well mm. when I sing. That's the kind of music I like as well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Leave a Light On is like one of my favorites because I'm just like, obviously, I've, you know, experienced like drug addiction myself mm. and she's singing about that and she's just saying, like, oh, you know, like it's, it's yeah. actually. Um, another artist's song and she's done the cover but I just love the way that she's covered it and it's mm. so raw and you just feel it and especially when you've had like friends or like lost friends so like drug addiction and things yeah. like that it's like yeah. oh my god I feel this like in my heart right now like, yeah. yeah I love that yeah, kind I love of music it. It oh just, my god it's it so good home. it really does it resonates it's, with you <laughs> 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 ah, so good so good oh. um so yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm just thinking now i don't even know what i'm gonna call this I'm just like let's talk about music and relationships um but the other things that i wanted to cover just before you go you are leaving us i am you are so, so you moved down to geelong uh how Feb- long has it been just a over, year uh, just over yeah i moved down february last year just before covid hit yeah because i you you were my my replacement <laughs> when you put yeah. it like that i didn't like saying like that i'm like no, no you were like, you opened up this awesome space <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh my god, I'm not like yeah. Tyson's like bye, Karen. Yeah, I know. Catch out. You know what? It's been one of the most like interesting journeys though with everything because um, I kind of just like I literally had to pour myself into this place and I I I didn't I wanted to but I didn't realize like even at the start like when I started setting it up I was like I was here like you know nine till nine pretty much like every day just doing stuff painting and then I was training clients in between and yeah. It was fucking exhausting, and then by the yeah. time I actually got it up and running, and then I did the opening party, and then bang, and it was like, COVID. And you're just like, cool. Yeah. What now? Yeah, I know. And I literally was like, cool. I've got this nice space to sit in yeah. <laughs> and do, do my own training, which was a blessing in its own right because yeah. I was able to still keep training, which a lot of people weren't. Yeah. But let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you were no. It doesn't. It doesn't make me feel like it was. Someone had to replace me as strong at Strong Geelong. Like I was just the female coach at Strong Geelong, um, and yeah, and you came down to do that. Very spontaneously, might I add. Sorry so. about my dog's disgusting oh, stinky ass. I'm used to my own dog's oh, good. I'm stinky glad. ass and she's a female. Yeah. Do you know what I actually so sometimes think I've said to people before? I'm like, I know this sounds really weird, but I'm like, one day I'm going to miss his farts. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like he's I not going to be around forever and one day I'll be like, I miss Bender's farts. Dogs don't get enough time no, in this world. No, they don't. It makes me sad. So I don't care. I'm like, breathe it in. It's, like, it's, <laughs> it's disgusting, away. but I'm like, it's 
it's not even that much. Like, it doesn't even bother me. You fart away, man. You fart away. You fart away. You fart away. You embrace it. You're sleeping away. You're so fast asleep, just tooting. Tooting away. Tooting away in your sleep. Um, so anyway, yeah, so going back, so uh, so you came down, it was very spontaneous. It was spontaneous, you'd, uh, you decided, to, well, you had a conversation with Tice and obviously he was looking for a new coach and you decided to come down. I just messaged worst, him. But worst <laughs> fucking possible, like, yeah, well, worst it was, time. It was so unpredictable because it just came out of nowhere because I was prepping for Arnold's 2020, which yes. got postponed. It's been postponed twice now. I know, I know, no, I don't know. I think it's been some talks about some festival in november this yeah. year i, I reckon like it's just gonna have to change like they're yeah. just gonna have to do more of what like even what mason did and things like that i, I think, think so. because if you're trying to do like a on a, something arnold's related in november and then it normally goes ahead in march the next year it's like how yeah. do you make that work and there's so many people who qualify for 2020 yeah. so and the like, last yeah, thing people want to do is organize a organize an arnold's event at that like capacity mm. and then have it not be able to go ahead again exactly. like that would just be exactly. such a fucking kick in the balls it's too much it's too much false hope yeah anymore, oh so. absolutely absolutely and that's what yeah. happened with it it was like um but yeah anyway when i moved um yeah when i moved down i literally messaged tyson because i was like wanting to get back into um, online coaching because yeah. i was working in like bloody telstra and bloody yeah. it and i was yeah. like why I don't am i want to do this i don't want to do it. it's not no. what i was passionate about i'm like I no help. like i really enjoy like what i the thing i love about what i do with coaching is like watching people like do things they didn't know they could do like oh my god like today yeah like, i had literally <laughs> like all so this awesome. week all of my clients this week have been hitting pbs because it's like yeah. my final week in Geelong. so i'm like fuck yolo week <laughs> yeah everyone just <laughs> and like you know, my client dean he's been with me for like a bit over a year and he added his since he's been with me he's added 40 kilos to his deadlift That's so funny hit 190 though. today when he first started with me he was only on 150 yeah but i'm not even just his deadlift like oh. i have just even for myself like mm. I because I I saw him when he was first coming to gym um, when you first started because I was still a member at Strong I was kind of like in between yeah and B was a puppy and like when I came back now as a member and he goes oh my god is this the same dog because yeah. he's like he's fucking huge I remember that yeah, yeah and he goes is this the same dog that you said I was like yeah same dog yeah. but let alone how Bender's changed in yeah. a year he has conf- his confidence you mm. can see his confidence has just yeah skyrocketed like his, his confidence is like from where he was at to mm. now is like he's so much more confident in himself and that's yeah. such a fucking awesome thing to see yeah. in your job yeah. every day that's what i freaking love about freaking it and it's like it. just watching the change and watching them grow not just in their lifting but like seeing the change in them both mentally and physically and just getting that confidence yeah. in themselves yeah like um a lot of my other like simone she just she's only oh my been, god simmy she's done freaking she has just gone like mm. oh my god i'm really proud fucking of her <laughs> i'm so proud so, of me her. too really like really it's just it. just one of the I most she's great she is one of the most <laughs> beautiful people yeah. and like i think I think I'm like it's an even like that's why it's never been anything for me to be like I, I don't it's been great because I've been able to still nurture like my clients that I've had here but then I've still mm. ha- I had Simi come in here a while ago sit on this couch and we just had a like little heart to heart DNA yeah. thing because she was going through a bit of stuff yeah. and now I look at her and she's with Lockie and she's oh, so happy I oh my god her. and they're just so gorgeous together I love her and Lockie together oh they're just so beautiful he's like like she's the kind of like the real sort of like she's got that out there personality and he's, and just, he's like, just a chill one He's He's like so chill. He's like the gentle giant. The gentle giant. The gentle giant and little Sim. And I'm just like, fuck. Like, it's so. And you know what? Without like people there, like, she wouldn't have probably had the confidence to even, Mm. you know, like, just go into it as much as she has. And she's just had like good people around her, good support, good coaching, obviously. Like, yeah. So that's. 
Oh, it's been amazing to she's see done, her change. She's done so oh, well. Like she did. She makes my heart so. Just crazy. the way she went into like she was doubting herself so much and mm. um, going into compound, um, the compound chaos mm. comp in that as mm. well. She even kicked she ass. She fucking kicked ass. And the one thing she I had such a great time she too. She did. She's loving it. And yeah. the one thing I was most proud of her with it as well. Like she really like she kind of uh, she's really struggling with log and everything, and mm. she kind of like she couldn't hear me, so I was like. Like, I usually, like, I have to kind of be, like, there to kind of give her cues and that. She was so far away, yeah, she couldn't yeah, hear it. Yeah. So, she, she wasn't happy with her log. And the one thing she was, like, she just kind of was, like, all right, fuck, next event. I'm, like, yeah. Okay, oh, cool. awesome. Like, okay. She just, normally, like, she just, she just full on brushed it off and she's, like, cool, moving yep, on. Yeah. And I was just, like, oh, you fucking wow. go, girl. Yeah. And then she freaking massively PB'd a silver dollar deadlift. It was, was just so like, cool. She just kicked off. Yeah, so she did. Like, her and, yeah. um, she's found her. Sarah as well, my other client. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. She's, that's, that's. Sarah today, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. PB's her, uh, her deadlift. Um. Yeah. You! <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's so good to see the numbers going up, but also just seeing their fucking confidence levels mm. go up is like... That's the one thing I love about Oh, it. my it's God. I, honestly, seeing it in them. I love it. And mm. One of the things, I don't know if you've noticed, um, when your clients, like, come in with a new pair of activewear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, what's that I know. They've got, like, a new, like... Because a lot of the time yeah. you see people coming in and, like, they, they have, like, a certain, you know, uh, like... There's a certain reserve, bit of like res- being reserved, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden they come in and they've got the brightest fucking coloured pants on yeah. with like flowers everywhere and you're just like, fuck me, like you're like, yes. And it just like radiates off them. I love, I love it. it. Yeah, it's the best, it's the best feeling. It. Like you can't mm. not feed off of that as well as a coach. Like yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, love I know for myself, like, I mean, I've had the roughest fucking year and a bit, like, and not to blame that the relationship that I was in, but I was obviously learning a lot about myself. Yeah. I still hadn't really healed a lot from like my relationship with George breaking down, like all of that. There was just so much. And like, I look back at it and I'm like, whoa, like I was really depressed. I had no idea that I was actually that depressed. Still managed to function as a depressed person and Mm -hmm. open up gym. Yeah. Quite well. Yeah, I did did okay. It takes takes time for you to recognize that yourself Oh my, I was so fucking depressed. Yeah. It takes time. Like you don't, you can't just, I don't know. Sometimes it's like so hard for you to realize that. Like you're going through something like that. You don't want to accept it sometimes. I knew that I was. And I would even say to people, I'm a functioning depressed person. Like I remember saying to Ash one day, I was like, just like, I was like, I'm a functioning depressed person. And she was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like I just, I broke up and I do the same. And I'm like, it'll come out in ways and you'll see that I'm actually like, not up and down down or like not as happy in my life or whatever and I was I was really bad yeah um but the one good the one cool thing was like still having my clients like I would show up even though I wasn't in my best state but I would I would show up because I'm like I'm here yeah I'm here to work and it actually allowed me to build even better relationships with my clients because I was able to be vulnerable with them Mm. And then now in turn, they're vulnerable with me. Like, yeah. and they know, like see, having seen me go through that and like come out the other side, yeah. they know that they can be vulnerable as well. Yeah. And it's like building that, that relationship. But it was still, yeah. even in that time, there would be little things that would happen. Like, you know, my, one of my clients like had a little girl with her and yeah. you know, she, she comes in and she wants to work it, work it yeah. with mum, <laughs> you know, and like little things like that. And I'm like, mm. I think without those little bursts of like, light in my life of like mm-hmm. one of my clients coming in having always worn black and then coming in with these brightly colored tights on yeah. and just going oh my god like it's those little bursts of light that like yeah. really 
got me through, well, I think. It's funny you say, like, I used to be one of those people. So it's just like me being like, I used to always be constantly in black because I didn't have that confidence in myself. And it's like, yeah. I've got, I've like experienced that myself. And then I've changed as a person with what lifting has given to me. Yeah. And that's what I want others to experience as well. It's uh-huh. like, I've, I've experienced this and I, want, I don't want other people to kind of feel like they've, you know, they can't have the confidence in themselves to do yeah. what they want to do because it's like, so they second guess and doubt the sun's like, oh, I can't do that. I'm like, yeah. no, you can you do can. it. Go and fucking send it. Yeah. Fucking. And then they go and smash it. I I'm know. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, I know. Even Dean, like, guess what his deadlift PB song is? What? Toxic by Britney Spears. Oh my God. He's just like, whenever he's like, uh, whenever he's like, I've got a particular, he wants a certain song on, he's like, well, Britney. Oh, that is just the fucking best. It cracks me up. And it's the best it's to just be like, he's a guy who's like, I want to listen to Toxic by Britney for my PV song. Like, yeah. I'm just like, fucking get it, Dean. He's like, just do it. That's so awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, so very sad that you're going to be going. So you are going back to Brisbane and you have got uh, a job up there as well. So you're going to be going up to Valhalla, Valhalla in Brisbane. In Brisbane. Yes, um, so if anyone is interested in hitting Ray up who is from that area, um, obviously you'll be going back up there. So you're going to be coaching out of there. Mm-hmm. So Still Val- doing your online stuff. Yeah, so um, yeah, online. So Valkyrie Strengths is, yeah, relocating. <laughs> Valkyrie Strengths? Yes. Relocating to Valhalla. Yes. I know it all seems like just, just time. Kind of, just so kind of it has a vibe. It. I know it has a vibe. Valkyrie at Valhalla. At Valhalla. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be hard to remember it. <laughs> it just all, it just all meshes in. It does. It yeah. does. So and yeah. Valkyrie, like that's obviously it's your. Tell me a little bit about it. Like as Valkyrie, how was that? What was that about? Like tell me about Valkyrie. It's an eagle. Yeah. So the it's your um, name obviously the is tattoo in there. sleeve forming on my arm as well. Yes. Yes. Why? Um, eagle, I just kind of resonate with. So the mm. eagle's kind of like, I'd say it's kind of like my spirit animal. Uh-huh. So I just, yes, okay. And I have seen, I've been up to the um, the Grampians, which is like, what, three hours from here? And yeah. I've actually seen some of the wedge tail eagles yeah. out there. And they're, just, they're just fucking badass. They like, are badass. They're, no, they're just like the top of their food channel. If I was ever to come back as an animal when I die, like, you want to be an eagle. I will come back as an eagle. Yeah. Like, I just, they're pretty they're fucking just, boss. They're majestic. They're amazing yeah. animals. And I just love, like, just, I don't know, I just love everything yeah. about them. Yeah. So, yeah. Same with sharks. Sharks are fucking badass. But I yeah. know oh the eagles just. It's the eagle does it. Like if I was, <laughs> if I was to, um, like you know when people ask, like you know if you had a superhero, a superpower, what would it be? Like yeah. I've, I've always wanted to fly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's um yeah. And then when I first started um coaching down here, my business name was <laughs> Coach Roast Woman. <laughs> Blame. Which is just <laughs> like, it's what you normally do, isn't it? Like it's I like I wanted something cool. And I yeah. wanted something to go with it. So, but I like, think that's like when you start because especially in strong mm. women, like everyone has like kind of like strong woman in their tag and mm. it's you, you find yourself in that like you know you've obviously gone through you found yourself in different areas of your life now you've found yeah. yourself in your coaching niche and like yeah. what your name is what your brand is like yeah you know for me like KSS it's and, and a lot of people like why KSS and obviously it has its own it's got strong woman it's part yeah. of you know it's got that yeah. strong but I, I, I liked the Superman shield mm. like for yeah. me yeah for me it was always about the Superman shield and so I like mm. I didn't just come up with it overnight it yeah. became a thing of like the Superman shield and how it got created and mm. Um, you know, and then building a brand from that. So, yeah. and now I'm like so fucking proud of my logo and my brand, and I yeah. see it, and I'm just like, that's it. Yeah. And imagine that, you know, if you'd gone with Coach Ray Strongwoman at the start, like that's a starting point. It's a starting point. But yeah. now to see your Valkyrie strength on people's shirts, I know, like, I'm I fucking love it. It's like so much. I know, I know. Even for me, like I see it, I'm like, that's such a, and it's it, like, it's, it's cool. it looks really cool. Yeah. It looks really cool. It's and like that sort of, um, the image I go with. So like Valkyrie actually came, um, 
the name because I'm always like um, I find the Valkyries like these empowering it's the, Vi- it's empower- like the, Vikings. the Vikings yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know and they're just boss and badass mm. so it's, it's like, like a cross between the cross between the two the yeah. two so I did the name in there and yeah. you've got the eagle and it's exactly. just really cool and when yeah. I got the design done up I like you know like I had a few like the very first design that came to me it was just like this kind of like American football eagle and I was like, and you're like mm, no I don't think so it. and yeah. then we ended up putting like it's got like you know the arrows and all. it's just yeah. like it's yeah. just got that sort of yeah. that image that I yeah. wanted it's like em- embracing that the kind of that Viking Valkyrie sort of image yeah. that I wanted yeah. so that's so that's pretty cool. much where it's come from and yeah. that's sort of like a lot of that's like I have um you know Scottish and German heritage as oh, well okay so, yeah so that's like my my granddad's side is um German my grandma's side is Scottish yeah so I've got that sort of heritage yeah. as well so yeah it's like I am. I'm. I'm a tailor. I'm Scott. My heritage is Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get. I get yeah. that. But like castles and fucking like yeah, yeah. like yeah. It's uh. It's all. Uh. It's so. It's such a like a cool thing to even be able to bring that heritage into like the yeah. current day, especially within the 21st century. Like mm. still being able to add your heritage into. Um, what you're doing now is like yeah. a really good, and it's a nice tribute to that as well. 100%. You know? Well, that's where a lot of like strongman come, like it comes from. It's from like, the, and the Highlands, like yeah, it's and you know, Icelandic, and, Icelandic yeah. and oh my god, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like really all that cool. Kind of, like original heritage of strongman. It's just yeah. like you know, it's like it's just come from like you know just the um if you if you've watched any of the documentaries of yeah. the um like the stones of strength and stuff yeah stones of strength and, like, that's exactly what I, I was just thinking yeah. of them was the stones yeah, yeah the straight stones. away i think of stones so it's like yeah the, it's like the, becoming like a becoming a man or like you know that um in iceland it's like, it they're, it's like they're coming of surviving men. the way of surviving even the yeah. women like the way of surviving is they have to be strong and they have mm. to like be able to like mentally and physically be strong to yeah. survive so yeah. it's like you know yeah. that's where a lot of it's just you know, it's just having that sort of like, yeah. you know, that sort of image and everything. Mm. So and the history mm. of strong man. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. And like now we're getting into, like I say, it's 21st century. Mm. We're being able to look at strong women, mm. how they've, how we've started. And obviously yeah. we've got the web series that's going to be released later yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, but very like, it's very cool um, to be able to watch those watch those documentaries and see the history of it and mm. the, the heritage of strongman and you know being even having that in your heritage is kind of like yeah. no wonder i'm doing fucking strong woman now do you know what i mean it's almost like it's almost like you know your like path was meant to go down that way like yeah. it's like because you look at that and you think like that's in your bloodline as well yeah, that yeah. there's a part of you that just wants to like pick up heavy shit you know and, yeah like, be about it you, you do you have to work hard strength training strong woman is hard yeah but fucking rewarding i think yeah mm. it's such a cool thing to do um yeah and if you want to do it just do it just do it just do it just don't hesitate just do no. it if you're thinking about it you're not sure just, just fucking do it that's what i do yeah. i literally just jumped Jump in, in and i'm just like just, best um, thing. I can't wait to compete at Arnold's again. Yeah, I'm like, just hurry up and do it. And would you say, like, I'd say, like, best thing probably that's ever happened because it gave mm. you the direction that you needed to, like, with where you wanted to go with your Fuck coaching. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the best thing. It's so, so good. It wouldn't change a thing. I'm nah, love it. No, so. nah, that's so good. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we have gone a long time. Thank you. Yay. Thank you for coming and sharing. And I love that. I got to know you more. Um, it was very impromptu because you're leaving and I was like, I want to grab you before you go. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, No worries. And where can we find you to follow, obviously, and her clients and what's happening? Where can we find you? Um, So Instagram is the best way to get me. Mm -hmm. So Valkyrie, what's my Instagram name? Valkyrie underscore strength. And it's spelt, it's at V-A-L-K-Y-R-A-I. 
underscore strength. A little twist on my name. There. Yes, it's got a name in there. Yeah, yes. sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. I love it. I love it. I love how you've put that in there. Oh, uh, it worked well. Too. Yeah, it did work. It, it did. Really well. It worked out really well. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's yeah. so cool. And so you can find Ray on Instagram and she'll be in uh, Brisbane as of next week working at Valhalla. Are you going to have yeah. some time off for a little bit or are you nah. just going straight in? <laughs> straight in. <laughs> She's straight in. No straight kissing. In straight in. No rest. So she's straight in next week at Valhalla. Uh, you can find her there in Brisbane, and um, yeah, just show her some support and love. And obviously, um, as we endeavour to just get more information out there about strong women, she's a really, um, really awesome strong woman to watch. Queensland Strongest will be the next one. We've got a few of our like, yeah, very competitive strong women um, competing in that competition. So. Uh, that would be a good one to watch too. And yeah, if you're interested in it and you want to find out more information, you can contact myself. I'm at miss underscore k dot l dot Taylor. <laughs> or you can find me at kss underscore personal underscore training and uh, hit me up if you want to start training, you want to learn more about strong women. If you're in the Brisbane area, contact Ray. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit me up, yo. Yeah, hit me up, <laughs> bitches. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was really good. It. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys.